Hey everybody, we have another episode. This is going to be Jake Miller, and he talks to us about his time in the military, along with the struggles with PTSD, and him having a service animal, and then how other veterans can get their service dogs. So sit back, relax, and thanks for listening. Oh, hey, so this is Jake. Um, Jake, you guys may know as um, Veteran420, um, he is one of my mod squads. So hello, Jake. Thanks for joining me today. Well, hello. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell the people a little bit about you? My name's Jake Miller. I'm a 14-year combat veteran that has a service dog and a beautiful wife. Awesome. And uh, what did you do in the military? You were a combat veteran. Um, did you, what did, what did you do? Uh, I was a mechanic. Nice. I actually think I knew that. How long have you had Willie, your service dog? Uh, we are going on almost a year and a half. Oh, that's so exciting. And Willie helps you with PTSD, is that right? Yes, he helps me navigate uh, and keeps so I don't have to constantly be aware of my surroundings when we're in different locations. Oh, awesome. So he's kind of like a guide dog as well? Mm, I wouldn't really call him a guide dog. What uh, all can he do? He he basically alerts me anytime my anxiety or panic or anytime I have an issue with PTSD. Um, and he basically alerts, alerts me of the surroundings of of like the surrounding areas, like if if people are getting too close, uh, oh, okay, he'll navigate his way in between me and the other people. Uh, that is awesome. Yeah. Um. Did you guys have him? Like, did you find him from an agency or? Uh, I got him from a nonprofit organization called the Northwest Battle Buddies. Uh. Any veteran, any veteran diagnosed with PTSD can contact them for uh, a dog. And that's Northwest Battle Buddies? Yes. Perfect. That is awesome to know. And I think that's going to help a lot of our listeners as well. Um, when you got out of the military, so my ex-husband was in the Air Force, um, and I know that when he came home from deployment, it was a very hard adjustment for him. Did you go through that kind of adjustment period where it was hard to know that you were home and that you were safe? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I spent I spent weeks and weeks of retraining my, uh, my mental stability so I wouldn't freak out about a paved spot in the road. Um, oh yeah, you know there's there's different little attributes that uh, would set me off, and you know coming home, uh, you expect you expect to pick up right where you left off, but in all seriousness, the world kept moving when you went to war. Absolutely, and it. So. 
it didn't really and then there's all these advances in technology and there's like so many different things that you have to relearn while you're trying to relearn your brain that you're in a safe place and that's really I can I can't imagine how hard that was and I want to say thank you so very much for your service we definitely appreciate and support you what is um, something that you'd like people to know about having uh, PTSD and having the service? Well, um, okay, what would you like people to know um, about having PTSD and then about having PTSD with your service dog and how he helps you? What do I want to know, people to know? Oh. Like, as far as if someone were to just see you or to come up to you or if they know someone that um, has PTSD or has been in the military or something, what would you like them to know that may help them to be able to connect with their loved ones that have PTSD? The, uh, learn your veteran. Okay. And uh, like learn when they come home. Basically, uh, you have to learn his, his triggers uh, just as much as he does, or he or she does, can't just say he, um, you know, um, you, I mean, you own dogs, you know, they, dogs naturally relax you. Oh, yeah. Um, but being able to have a dog that you can take anywhere you want. As long as it's not a sterile environment, so you can't take them into an operating room or the dentist's office. Those are pretty much the biggest two. And do you feel that, and I, I know I already know the answer to this, but I just like, you know, the listeners be able to hear it, but... Do you feel that your PTSD has been that you've been able to um, not control it better, but that Willie has been able to help you kind of when you have those triggers and when you have those moments of extreme stress and extreme anxiety, do you feel that Willie has helped you to be able to navigate that a bit more? Yes. Uh, Willie, uh, Willie has uh, been a huge help. I mean, uh, I'm not going to lie, uh, it took quite a bit of uh, time and dedication between the veteran and the service dog to create the bond. You have to learn each other. Absolutely. Um, and uh, he, you know, what I thought was annoying licking, uh come to find out anytime my anxiety comes up he you know licks the shit out of me oh so, to kind of get your mind back kind of to... it, it distracts me uh, that... he, he basically when he starts doing that he wants me to pet him and so and I'll I could be in the middle of a grocery store, full-grown adult man, and I'll be sitting on the floor petting my dog. Absolutely, and it uh, helps to. Does it help to kind of bring you back into that present moment? Yeah. Of of being back in there, like the grocery store and everything. It, um. Yes, it does. Quite a bit. How, 
how does your family do with like the with you coming home and the service dog and another question is how long were you home before you got Willie well uh, I got I got home in uh, September of 2009 oh wow and I didn't get Willie until January of 2020. And so from September of 2009 to January of 2020, like, what was your everyday like with the with your PTSD and everything? I can imagine that was a challenge of trying to navigate, A, your home, but B, you have this the PTSD and trying to relearn who you are with your family and everything like that. Uh, it was... It was hard. I spent a lot of time drinking. Yeah. Um, because, you know, when you come back, you don't want to bother anyone with, uh, you know, what's going on in your brain because you're trying to figure out what, you know, what everyone else is trying to, you know, uh, deal with their life and uh, yeah, figure out, you know, you got to you got to figure out too that you can't yell and swear at people like you can in the military. Uh, yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, things we do in the military that you can't do to civilians. I spent a lot of time when I got home, I spent a lot of time, uh, going in between jobs Getting a job was easy. Keeping a job was the hard part. Of trying to kind of combat your PTSD along with um, just who you are as, you know, when you're in the military, you're, you kind of have that, not harshness, but it's just a very open, like, whatever you want to say, that's what's going to come out of your mouth. And then yeah, go, going to other jobs where you can't do that, I can imagine was quite difficult. Oh, yeah. It was very difficult. I, I lost several jobs because of swearing at people. And, uh, you know, yeah, pain in the ass, you know, bouncing from job to job. Spent a lot of time unemployed, which, you know, which irritated me even more. So uh, I would drink. And then, you know, I got married to my ex-wife, and I became a stay-at-home dad. And that that didn't go over so well. I can imagine not having, like, I know that when you have kids, obviously you have something to do, but I can imagine from going to the military to them being a stay-at-home dad was quite difficult. Oh yeah, that was uh, it was actually terrifying to me, but I tried not to uh, let it show. But there was a lot of yelling and cussing and a lot of hatred out of me, uh, which caused me to end up losing my uh, my ex wife in a divorce. But you know, uh, I got uh, divorced in. I got married in 2013, right before my son was born. Then I got divorced in 2018. 
or 2019 successfully divorced. Divorces take so long. Like, you can get married, like, super quick, but divorces are like, nope, four years minimum. And it's like, why? Like, we have nothing, like, yeah, that's a whole, that's a topic for another time. But, um, it made me jump through because I was trying to make it as easy as possible for my ex wife. And, uh, I didn't show up to court, so they didn't want, you know, seem like I was trying to, you know, not give my ex-wife what she wanted. Oh, yeah. And, uh, they made, they still made me jump through all sorts of hoops. Um, they wouldn't finalize the divorce until I proved to them that I was going through counseling and that I was on medication and all this bullcrap. Um, you just brought something up if it's okay if I divert real quick while I have this in my brain um so when how do you feel that um smoking has helped with your like PTSD talking about smoking weed yeah yeah okay um so yes um I I've been on my medication I won't name the names of the medications Mm -hmm. but uh i've been on my medications since uh september of 2018 and i'm slowly being able to wean myself off due to the because of the smoking weed that Uh, is awesome the you have to find you know what you know you can't just go weed is weed yeah no it's definitely not Uh (laughs) so many types (laughs) there's i i i swear they make up names for them seriously too like you got cookie dough kush and like gummy bear there's so many things i like we have so we live in a very small town and we have nine dispensaries we have less than a ten thousand people that live here and we have nine dispensaries i'm like for what <laughs> revenue i mean they, they probably make good money out of there oh yeah the school um i think that colorado the schools get the tax money i don't know but um i I've just seen how it can help people and especially like coming off of medications and so many different things. And so it's, it's great that it's helping you in that way that you're able to a come off of the meds, but um, do you feel like it's helping as far as like your PTSD and stuff as well, where it can help to kind of calm you down? Yes. That's uh, great. You, but once again, you, you, you can't just treat it like weed is weed, you know, like that's what my best friend treats it as weed is weed. Uh, he doesn't care as long as he gets him high. He can't. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> when you're trying to use it for medical purposes, you got to find out, you know, what works best for you. Do you, you know, the indica, which is more relaxing, relaxing. You know, they would call it indica in the couch. Yep. <laughs> then you got, then you have sativas, which are more uplifting, and can give you uh, feel like your heart's racing. Uh. And then you have the hybrids, which is a mixture of both. Um, but you have to figure out what works for you. Absolutely. Uh, 
another individual that I don't know if you've interviewed her or not. Uh, we got She's her. She's next, actually. We got her to to do an edible. You know, find one that works for her. Mm-hmm. It works. I mean, it's great for pain. You know, uh, when oh, yeah. I when I had my shoulder surgery uh, back in 2015, uh, I had uh, I was uh, found out I was allergic to Percocet. Oh no! And that's what they gave me for painkillers. Well, I went into the dispensary wearing a sling, and I pointed at my shoulder and I said. What do you got? <laughs> Help me, please. Make this make this pain go away. Shoulder surgery suck too. And uh, yeah, I'll tell you what they uh, they hooked me up, and I never felt my shoulder again. <laughs> That's a good thing. I would take my knee surgery over a shoulder all day long. Like shoulder surgery was probably one of the worst surgeries I've had. Not of and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a pain in the ass to do. Um, yeah but uh yeah it was uh finding out I was allergic to Percocet was not the best idea but finding out that weed you can use you know it's an herbal product it grows oh, absolutely around. God made it it's not like it's man made yep and uh I believe I truly believe that there's a cure for everything on the planet. I think that you're right. I think that um, and it stinks because so, so many people thought that weed was like this horrible drug, but then you see so many people, you know, with seizures and with cancer and with so many different disorders and they're able to, you know, pain control. They're able to sleep. They're able to eat. They're able to stop vomiting. Like there's so many different things and, it's it's incredible to see, um, and I uh, just wish. My stepson, he he's got ADHD. Uh, weed helps him focus. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, calms the mind down. And you know, I I believe you know my family. This is how I was raised. You know that God put everything on the planet to cure us. Absolutely. Just got to figure out what does what. Yep. Well, um, what else would you like to talk about, say about your story? Or if you had like one sentence or one thing that you wanted people to know about, whether it be the military, PTSD, weed, whatever the case may be, what would you say? <laughs> I know that was a really big ask. <laughs> I would say that if, if you have PTSD, whether it be military or from civilian life, do not hesitate to get help. Absolutely. You'll reach out. You reach out. You. Uh, You'll create more problems trying to dig yourself out of a hole than it will to be get help if you get help now. Absolutely, absolutely, I one million percent agree with that. 
Well, thank you so much, Jake, for sitting down and chatting with us and telling your story. We really appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who is listening. And this is Just Mel's Journey with Friends, the podcast. We'll see you again next week. Everyone stay safe.